You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. So, Shannon, did you realize that as we sit recording this show, and as this show is going to now air in a couple of days, um, we're only like a day or two away from the early bird special going away for the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway? Yeah, and it's been exciting to see how many people have taken advantage of yes. that early bird yeah, cause special. Because there's, there's quite a few that are, that are coming already, and so this is a... Uh, if you are one of the people that are our loyal listeners that are planning or have thought about it, kicked around the idea of, you know what, let, let's go to the getaway this year. We, we, we need to, We probably need to do that. I've been meaning to do that, you know, and it's kind of been going on and on in your head. Well, if you want the discount, it goes away April 1st. And Tomorrow. I'm, and I'm going to go ahead and say midnight April 1st. So April 1st, that day is included. Thank you. So, so you got today and tomorrow. Right. If you're listening on the day that it releases. But the, the larger issue here is there's only like seven slots left anyway. And so ah! if, if you were wanting to come, uh, you, you, better, you better get on board right away because the hotel has limited capacity where we're going. Because yeah. we found an intimate environment this time. And so uh, if you're planning to join us, you, you, you better get on it and do it. Yeah, seven spots are not that many. <laughs> right. That's that's like less than never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. So hey, <laughs> it's thanks. Less than ten, but more than five. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like a whole ranges of different things we can talk about. But I I, I wanna also say to everybody else that's uh, even if you're not planning to come to the getaway, I'm glad you take time out each week to listen to us and to invite us into your world because what what Shannon and I like to do is just talk talk straight about marriage and sex and life and and the things that other people don't talk about. And so I love hearing from people. Uh, it's feedback at sexymarriageradio.com where we have got a lot of emails uh, on the forgiveness and for- forgiving yes. and forgetting show. Yeah, that's a- actually, I was hoping to mention that we just so appreciate the feedback on specific episodes. That's yes. really, really helpful to us when people say, you know, this particular topic really hit home or it's so great that you guys are discussing this because you're right, Corey. There are so many people who say, why is this not being discussed anywhere else? Right. Um, it's what an honor you right. know, to be able to be the ones to address these sensitive topics. But yeah, the forgive and forget one, we kind of got probably, I want to say a record number as far as like each episode feedback. It's, there are a lot of people who responded. To it was, it's, it's up there with the one-sided sex show. That, that yeah, we or did. the how big is your butt show. Yep, the, the, we, those are some of the big ones that we've got as far as emails. And those come to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. So if you want to jump on the bandwagon like your fellow other sexy listeners that are out there in the, the world, uh, send us emails. Let us know what you think, what your questions are, what your comments, thoughts. You can also do that via iTunes. Love having the, the word spread via that uh, with the comments and the recommendations because that helps us climb the charts and spread the word. And so I think based on the feedback we've got, um, it's, it, it merits we've got to do a, a follow-up. That's it. That's yeah. it. As a matter of fact, I want to do a follow-up show just on the Forgive and Forget episode. Yep. And then I've also been collecting a wide variety of other responses that I just felt like warranted a response from us. Because if our listeners take the time to respond to the shows, I think that we owe it to them once in a while to respond to them. Right. And so that's going to be next week's show. So okay. everybody stay tuned. But for today, yeah, let's dive into the Forgive and Forget episode. Let me and add I a caveat. To- Hold on. Let me add a caveat yeah. for, for uh, planting a seed for next week's show. 
because I also want to start laying the foundation for next week's show of letting our listeners know how they could be on the show with mm. us so that that way we could actually do some call-in kind of stuff. Are so, you ready for that? Oh, we can do it. So it's one of those that uh, it's going to take a little uh, coordinating to have happen. And so I'm just going to take a little bit of time out next week to kind of lay out how this will happen. Okay. But for those okay. of you that are uh, regular listeners and regular emailers, if you have something you want specifically addressed and are willing, then come on. Because you have to realize you're not signing up for therapy. That's not what this is. We're not going to do on-air right. therapy. We're going to do on-air just unpacking of, of what's going on in your specific situation. So that's And they can use a pseudonym, right? They don't have to use their real names, obviously. Correct. Yeah, but I can't, I'm not going to disguise voices, and that's the issue. It, they, they, so it, there's going to be some people that are like, no, 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 I'm not willing to do that. But some would be, okay, I'm okay because I know my story will help other people's in their stories. So there you go. There and you that's go. what I love is people, uh, I, I'm actually working with an author whose uh, book title is called Brave is the New Beautiful. And yeah, I'm all about people being brave yep. and putting themselves out there because they know that no temptation seizes you, but what is common and that sharing their story will help a lot of other people. That's so right. yeah, be brave, be yep. bold. Be all right. Bold. So let's, let's get back all to right. forgiving because that is a topic I'm surprised it took us uh, 222, 228 <laughs> shows before we actually did one. So let's keep going. Well, it's not that we've never talked right, about the true. need to forgive, but yeah, I, I actually loved, I'm going to mention his his first name only. I loved the email that we got from Doug um, and I'm going to read just portions of it verbatim because I just had to laugh out loud. I mean, I was literally doing the LOL as I was reading it. He says, I loved your most recent podcast concerning forgiveness. You went into a cave, which needs more exploration. The issue of looking at our own life to discover what we have done to create our current marital situation, that needs to be addressed more. As Shannon so stated, so correctly stated, it's a big boy and big girl panties thing to do. Mm -hmm. But he says, would you help us get those big boy pants out of the package? <laughs> <laughs> All right. He says, what are some of the ways that most of us who are wanting more intimacy, both in frequency and in depth, are shooting ourselves in the proverbial foot? What are some common missteps that we are taking in trying to improve this aspect of our lives? And I also have to say at the end of his email, he said he is becoming a bed buddy member because Sweet. he still believes in what we're doing. Sweet. And I'm, we're not responding to his email just because he's a bed buddy. <laughs> not at all. Boy, we appreciate that immensely. We need a lot more bed buddies. But yeah, how do we help them take the big boy boxers and the big girl panties out of the package, Corey. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's the main thing that we keep coming back to uh, with most every episode is the idea that if we don't own our role in the co-creating of things, then we don't, we, we've taken away any kind of leverage, any kind of stance we could have if we just allow something to go on and then we don't do anything about realizing wait hold on you know i contributed to components of that i don't believe in the linear thing of it but we do help create environments yeah. where things happen where it hurts and there's pain involved yeah and you have to also look at what are you projecting and what response are you inspiring from your spouse? Because you can't require your spouse to just be all as excited as you are or jump through hoops to make you happy. You have to realize that they have their own lens that they look through. Right. And, and you have to carefully study. Now, if I, if I take this approach, this is most likely going to either put them on the defensive or shut them down or make them angry or make them feel belittled or make them think that I'm being selfish. Like you really have to think through the two way 
ness of mm-hmm. is, is that a word two wayness that works. Uh, yeah, that it's it's not just about you and how you feel and what you want and what you believe that you expect and and deserve. It's how is that going to be perceived by your partner and is there a better strategy that can be implemented? Okay, uh, I agreed. But there's also the caveat of there's not a better strategy. I have to just make sure I'm maintaining a course for me. <laughs> yeah, because, being authentic. Right. Well, because well, here's – this is what's hitting home with me right now. Um, it's, it's the middle of tax season. So Pam mm-hmm. is basically absent a large yeah. chunks of the week. It, it, and when she's physically there, she's probably mentally right. somewhere in a spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah, or she's brought stuff home and she's working once the kids go to bed. And and I get it. That's that is what we have signed up for. I completely That's get it. That's life. But That's survival. But Saturday I was pissed off about it. Just because yeah. it was just this whole, you know what? I am not happy with how quickly this thing started January 1. And I'm like, no, that was supposed to be February one or so I was expecting a little bit longer and she was I was too but I just let her know because she she was reading my cues because I was I, I I let some of my nice guy crap come back that I didn't just come out and say it I kind of grumped around and and you're tried still to, a recovering nice guy well, that's just the reality <laughs> of life um but it's I, I did the I tried to send the subtle cues without just telling her straight out and so she finally you seem mad. What's up? And I'm like, I am. You know, that's when I finally, grew, you know, grew a backbone or got the big, big boy boxers out of the out of the package and just said, <laughs> I'm just, I'm done with this. I'm tired of this season. And she's like, I know. And you know, we had just a real quick conversation, and then it was done because neither of us were in a state to really have a, a, a long drawn out discussion. And then we talked about it the next day, and and I was like, baby, hear hear me full well. I know there's nothing that can be done in the sense of. You need to work less or quit your job. Or I'm not. I'm not right. coming at what it from that stance. Right. I'm not coming at it from that stance. I'm just coming at it from I'm. I'm frustrated with what's going on, and I. Feel, I miss you. And and I miss hanging out with you. And so mm-hmm. what she actually did, she said, I know, and I. I still feel guilty about that. And I'm. Part of me is like. Good. I'm glad you do because that helps me feel like you're still trying. And, you know, because that's the kind of stuff I want is I, I just want to know I matter. I, and that's the whole deal of there's not a I need to under, understand her perspective completely. I do. But the situation mm-hmm. dictates this is what we have to face. And right. So I, what and, makes and me every true couple to has me? Yep. Every couple has those unique challenges right. that you, there, there's no getting around it. Right. But yeah, there, there's dancing around the campfire about hemming and hawing and hinting, but you're right to just come out and say, I miss you. This season is frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. I want to know how we can at least try to connect on occasion to right. where there's a few drops in the bucket rather than just feeling so empty. Um, so good for you for at least putting it out there and knowing Pam, like I do, my suspicion is she honors your feelings. Uh, if it's on a spread, if it's on a spreadsheet, she does. Um, that's a joke. Hey babe, how are you? I'm glad you're listening today. Um, no, but it's, it's the idea that, yeah, it's, it is that whole idea of, and and this is where the forgiveness and forgetting kind of can be really troublesome. I think for a lot of people, and even for myself is just because I've acknowledged something, just because I'm upfront about something, I, it's not about do they acknowledge it too? Do they cave in? Do they conf- capitulate? Do they? It's not of that. It's about am I being true to me? That's the whole concept I believe. That's that's real. That's yeah. that that's where healing actually has the opportunity to enter into the picture. 
So being your authentic self will hopefully inspire your spouse to be their authentic self. And you can go deeper in these conversations than you can if y'all are just hinting around and burying the frustrations and sublimating your energies and just right. trying to, to right. do the Because otherwise there's a tension and there's a, an, an expectation of reciprocity or, you know, you have to make up for something or, you know, that's, that's where you're beholden to somebody else in a sense. Yeah. And, and I think this is steering right to where the next, the, the email, I think you're probably going to pull out next um, <laughs> because it you is, know that I got to go here because <laughs> it is situations that, um, you know, no, no other container, but marriage reveals our limitations. Mm-hmm. No, and, and our inadequacies and our insecurities and our, our real deepest fears. Right. Yeah. And so I think we get into these situations where when I'm, when I'm butting up against that, rather than confront it in me, it's easier to confront it in my partner in the situation. Mm. And, and a, it is easier to project than to look into the mirror. It's been going on since Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. It and, was her. <laughs> well, uh, it was funny cause I was doing a retreat last weekend or, or two weekends ago. And, uh, somebody actually, I, I brought that up, said, who did, who did Adam blame? And the first person, and I had never put this together. First person said, God, actually, because he did. He, he, he said, her, you gave her the, to The me. woman that you put me with, you know? Mm. And it's almost like, God, this is on you, dude. You know, you brought this on me. And it's like, that's interesting. I had not even thought of it that way. But yeah. but we, we've been doing we do it. it ever since. Of yeah. Rather than confront what's right in front of us, that's our own doing, we want a partner. <laughs> we want yeah. we want a compadre in the in the middle of this. So it's easier to kind of bring them down with us or let them know. <laughs> yeah. And so speaking of confrontation, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I I just want to highlight the fact that um, I have probably gotten more of these types of emails than you have, and so I'm not trying to highlight. No anything on Corey, but I knew that you would not want me to just skirt around this one. So here we go. Uh, a gal says, um, that your whole question uh, toward the betrayed spouse of what exactly has been done to you really ruffling her feathers. She feels like it really lacks empathy and she wanted to answer your question of what exactly has been done to you. Mm -hmm. And so she says, my husband lied to me. My husband broke his marriage vows to me. My husband was unfaithful to me. My husband lusted after other women through pornography, which was betrayal to me. Mm -hmm. And then she closes her email by saying, yes, the betrayer has to live with the guilt and the shame and the consequences of this sin, but the betrayed spouse lives with so much more. Please be sensitive to this and don't minimize what has been done to the betrayed spouse. I hear her heart. Mm -hmm. I think you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're nodding your head really, really big. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, she does have a very, very valid Absolutely point. Absolutely, she does. Um, and it was, I was thinking this morning, Corey, it's like, what can we say to comfort this woman and to inspire her husband to give her what she needs to continue on in her healing process? And it brought to mind a woman who came to one of my Women at the Well workshops about a year ago. And she was actually such an inspiration to me and everybody else in the room because her husband had acted out and been intimate with another partner and had brought home a sexually transmitted disease that she had also acquired and was having to undergo, you know, recurring treatments for. And you would think that, wow, talk about grounds for divorce, you know, Mm -hmm. biblical grounds for divorce. But yet this woman had said, you know, that happened three years ago. I have chosen to forgive him. I choose to forgive him every day. 
We have a better relationship than we've ever had. And so I'm going to just change their names. Uh, I just, I asked Tammy, I said, what is it that, that Kirk has done to bring you to this point where you are able to swallow this bitter pill that mm -hmm. he forced down your throat? And she said, he has bent over backwards to put himself in counseling to understand the psychological reasons behind why he did what he did, that he is now so connected to me that she said, I'm not even remotely worried that he would do that to me on any given day because I see how remorseful he is. And so the whole thing of spouses just saying, well, just get over it. Just give me a clean, clean slate for God's sake. I think that that attitude is what perpetuates the feeling of you did this to me, pal. Mm -hmm. Whereas that humility of, yes, you're right. I did it to you. And I'm going to spend every day trying to make it that up to you and connect with you and make you feel safe and loved and secure. That's what helped Tammy soften her heart toward her husband and that they've been able to, to create one of the better relationships that are one of the better seasons of their relationship mm -hmm. than they've ever had. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. The basis for, for what I'm saying with this is, is really to tip the scales back. That's the whole point of it is because lots of times the betrayed spouse, yes, they have some serious pain and, and some grieving that's going on because it is betrayal. I mean, that's, it, it, that's, that's one of the worst things you could feel. In, Absolutely. In, in life as humans, it is, 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 is just being betrayed. And, but a lot of times they come in and it's almost like they are um, powerless to what's going on. And, and so the stance of what actually happened to what, what exactly was done to you is really to help empower them to recognize if I can disarm a little bit, now I'm in a better position to really deal with the pain and the grief that was done that I do feel. But also I become a wild card on is my partner, does my partner deserve me? You know, should I stay? Should I, because that's the, that's when you finally have the chance to have connections like you're talking about, because yeah. you're modeling a life worth wanting to be a partner to. Right. So what I hear you saying in clarification is that you're not saying like what has exactly has been done to you as if nothing has been done. No, you're no, no. just challenging it's, them to what, answer the question. What, what? She, well, exactly, exactly, exactly what so she pointed out. What yep. they need. Exactly yeah, what okay. she pointed out. My husband lied to me. That's the biggest thing. Research shows that all the time that a spouse would rather have a partner cheat on them than lie about it. And that's mm. a that's an exaggeration for a little bit of shock, but it's also what is played out from when you talk about people. I mean, you've worked with people that are, where there's been in affairs and infidelities, sure. and every, to a T, the ones I've talked to, they're more hurt about the lying about it and the covering up than what was going on because there's a part of their brain that's able to say i can see that i can understand that i don't agree i don't like it it's icky i don't but i understand it but why would you lie to me about it right that's it's what almost hurts like the most it's almost like i know that sexual or emotional temptation comes part and parcel with being human but the fact that you can look at me in the eye right. and tell me a bald-faced lie it just shows such disrespect because at one point you looked me I in the eye and said i'm yours you're mine yeah. and we're yeah. together in this commitment forever. And, and I will forsake all others. Yep. And for better, mm -hmm. for worse, I mean, for all of that. And so that is the depths that now you're at a point to, okay, we can do something with that. We can do something yeah. with, let's talk about the lying too. Let's talk about the, 
the you broke a vow, a commitment that you've made to me. You've broke, you know, and you were unfaithful to me. Those are the things you can talk about. I just want to disarm because lots of times couples, especially the portrayed spouse, and this is male or female, this does not this is not gender specific, can get so caught up in what was done, you know, the the fact that someone else you slept with someone else or you looked at something else on online or pornography or you went to some place that was inappropriate and rather than okay, all right, l- let's make let's make a human side of this now, but now let's deal with what's really the the key. What's really yeah. the the hurt that we're talking yeah. about? Cuz then you start to have the chance to have some empowering stance because this whole, you lied to me. This is one of the things I came across when we were, when I was preparing for this show, just thinking through it is a lot of times I think from what we talked about last week, forgiveness, it's not just mercy that we're talking about. We're not just giving somebody mercy because an element of forgiveness is also consequences. It's, it's justice. If you look mm-hmm. at it even on a biblical terms, there's ju- there had to be justice for sin. And that's what Christ right. did. I mean, we just celebrated Easter. I mean, that's the whole point of Easter is justice was was served by Christ right. doing what he did for us. But Yeah, his death satisfied God's wrath. Right. So the same kind of thing happens in marriage of there's been a betrayal, there's been a hurt, and there's been something going on where there needs to be forgiveness. There's still an element of justice to that. Does that mean he's on the couch for a week or two? Absolutely it does, if that's what it means, and mm-hmm. that's kind of a justice of, no, 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 I'm not sure I want you back in my bed yet. Right. Or, or even a physical separation. Sometimes yep. it really is such a deep, deep, deep betrayal. Yep. To continue being in the same house is just going to create even bigger explosions right. that are going to make it even harder. And right. so, yeah, to do what needs to be done. But I definitely think that the person who did the betraying has got to walk a path of humility of you are right. right. You have every right to your feelings. Right. I validate how you, you know, are, are feeling in this situation and to offer comfort rather than resistance or justification or, or defensiveness. I think right. that right. when a person feels betrayed for the other person to defend their behaviors is going to bury them deeper and deeper in that pit. Well, every time, would you say that anytime somebody's defensive, they're defending something that they is, they probably are slightly in the wrong for. Sure. And that's a broad brush stroke because there's probably times where being defensive is just variances of opinion and it's really not yeah. I've done something wrong, but it's I'm trying to bolster my side. And so that's why yeah. I get defensive. Yeah. But that, I just see too many times where there's been betrayal that happens, pornography, mm-hmm. uh, affair, w- whichever. And the the person who's betrayed when they confront their part, like, well, maybe I was disconnected. Maybe I was too involved in work. Maybe I was too involved with the kids. So now all of a sudden they bend over backwards and subjugate themselves to the person rather than the other person doesn't have to do anything really. And it's yeah, like, and that's no, right. That doesn't help mm-hmm. create something that's inviting the, the, the use terminology you use. It's the idea of how do I, I mean, this, this is what I tell couples, any client I have when they're in a tight spot, my question that I that I go a go to question I have is what helps you earn your own self respect as you go through this? Mm, that's what is, good. What is it that helps you at the end of the day, regardless of what happens in the relationship, the connotation of whatever's happening, helps you lay your head at the pillow at night and go, you know what? I'm I have an element of pride of who I am. Of, of seeing I've done who I've, I've done all I can do. Yep. Of, to, of seeing who I've amends. evolved to become. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to become my best self yes. and to bring my best self into this relationship to inspire my spouse to reciprocate with their best selves. Right. Yeah. I, I really like that 
that angle. Uh, okay, here's another email. Um, I, I won't mention a particular name, but I just, as I read it, I mean, it's pretty lengthy and uh, I really do honor when people share their pain with us because their pain is very, very sacred in my opinion. I know that you agree with, with your bobblehead going on there. Um, but what I got out of this email, uh, she talked about how three years into their marriage, she had an affair. It was only physical one time, one of those moments of weakness, but it was emotional for, you know, for a couple months, but they just recently celebrated their 30th wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. And she said, and we are still dealing with that affair. Okay. 27 years later. Mm -hmm. So if anything, I just wanted to mention that on this particular show as an inspiration to people to avoid those situations where you know that this is going to create damage that's going to have ripple effects, not just for days or weeks or months, but for years and decades, that to be unfaithful to a spouse is so damaging to the core. And this is going to be, a, it's like bubblegum stuck to your shoe throughout the lifetime of your marriage. I'm not saying that people can't forgive and move on and cultivate even richer, more rewarding levels of intimacy, because I do think that an affair can either break or make a marriage stronger. I don't think that it automatically has to break right. it. But just, you know, hearing this story, it broke my heart. And I thought, I really want our listeners to know that that they need to have hedges of protection all around themselves to prevent not just the damage that they could bring to their own lives, but the damage that they could do to their spouse. Right. Yeah. If there's something going on in your marriage, having an affair is not going to solve it. <laughs> it is only going to exacerbate the issue exponentially. Right to to such a degree that yeah I, I've, I've never heard anybody I've heard I know that you have too thousands of couples say I so regret that choice of having that affair mm -hmm. I have never once heard somebody say I do not regret that affair at all have you ever heard anybody say that um I have but they're not in a relationship anymore uh, yeah <laughs> surprise yeah that's just a natural <laughs> consequence yeah yeah. And then one other email that came in, uh, just kudos, kudos to the show. And she's really blessed by it. And I wanted to call attention to the fact that she says that she went on to the blog and read the two-part series on forgiveness and that that was a huge encouragement to her. So I just wanted to say to oh. our listeners that if, if, if they are needing even more on this topic than these two shows have provided, that maybe that two-part series on forgiveness would be a great next step for them. Yeah. And that's at simplemarriage.net. Just type yeah. in forgiveness. Yeah. And, and this particular email also inspired an idea for another show that I'm wondering if we should do at some point, Corey, uh, that the, the topic that she brings to the table with her email was basically that um, she just had a really deep thing for another man before she ever got married to a different man. But her husband has always sensed that she never extinguished that flame for the other guy. And I thought, you know what? I bet there are a lot of marriages out there where one spouse knows that the other one is still carrying a torch for somebody else other than them. Okay. And that, that has to affect the sexual dynamic. No question. Okay. So let's, 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 let's maybe put that on the docket for put doing a, a show. Put a pin on, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let, let's keep that on the forefront of our mind and, um, yeah. I'm glad that we were able to visit some of the painful places where people have been. And again, that pain is so, so sacred to us. And we feel that it is such an honor to get to speak into it. But please know that we do not even pretend to think that a 30 minute radio show is sufficient right. to really 
apply a healing balm. And that is why we do what we do off air. You know, we only do this on air for, you know, an hour here and there to record a couple of shows and put them in the can. But the counseling that Corey offers, the coaching that I offer, the the men's, the husband's groups, um, remind me what they're called again, The Corey. husband mastermind group. The husband mastermind groups that you offer, the intensives that you offer, the women at the well workshops that I offer, the intensives that I offer. Like if you really need to explore those areas where forgiveness is still an issue, I hope that you won't pretend that a 30 minute radio show should be sufficient. Uh, right. Reach out to right. either one of us or somebody in your local area that you can meet with face-to-face -face or we do Skype or just get the, the healing that you need and have the conversations that need to take place to take you into those areas that Tammy and Kurt have been able to forge of being able to really move past it and have a better relationship than you've ever had before. It really can take you to that place if you let it. Yeah, because uh, the whole thing to me, when just to put a bow on the forgiveness idea. For this episode, at least, because I'm sure, I mean, there's parts of our brains that I wish would change, <laughs> you know, the, mm -hmm. the cyclical nature of stuff, because there's, there is a cyclical nature to forgiveness and yeah. to grief. Um, sure. Going, going back to the email of we're still dealing with an affair 27 years later, um, because you're going to have times where there's elements of, of reminder and trigger and, and things that. Sure. Old familiar people, yeah. places, things, seasons, and, times of year. It but, brings it all up. But I, I want to really challenge just like the second email we did of, of, of her taking me to task. Thank you for that because that's coming from the best in you. That's, yes. that's your path to healing. That's the, yes. that's our way to actually dealing with life on life terms. Cause I wish there was a way to just go through and erase it, you know, and just like, oh, would that be great? I don't even want to know that. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the different things where they have the forget, you know, the men in black has that, you know, you'll wipe the memory for a little bit. And I, I well, I, I, it would be nice to think about that, but what about the times that you don't want wiped? You know, we can't be selective because the pain is what makes us who we are. That mm -hmm, growth exactly. is what makes us the depths of what we're no, we, we, we we're capable of handling. And so, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just what have doesn't to, kill us makes us yeah, stronger. I just have to applaud the willingness to to confront me. Thank you, um, because Absolutely. that's we 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 both consider wounds from a friend yeah. can be trusted because that's they really well. I hear in that. I mean, because she mentioned the idea of lack of empathy. To me, empathy isn't the term, isn't the idea of I understand or I walk in somebody's shoes. Empathy is the larger person of caring about them and their being. Yes, and what's best for them overall as people, mm -hmm. and that's that's the empathy stance I like to have. I, I try to come from is, the and so the the fact that that email was typed and sent to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com tells me you're on a depth a, a depth of path that that will bring about healing and connection yes. and. Yeah, it really is helpful to answer the question, what has been done to me? And to develop a voice to speak up for yourself will hopefully give you the backbone to stand strong and fight for the relationship if yep. that's what you feel called to do. Yep. Yeah. I love our listeners, don't you? They are awesome. They are the best planet, the best on the planet, completely. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, if you uh, are new to Sexy Marriage Radio, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Um, we love hearing from people, and you can send those to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. If you've got something, um, just kind of planting the seed for next show, if you've got something that you want to discuss on air, 
send an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com and say, I'm in. I want, I, 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 I'm interested. And so we'll, we'll set up the ways that, that can happen. We'll talk about that next week. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope it leads to a better and more depth of connection with your partner and with yourself all the way through because that's what that's where fantastic sex is found is yeah and if you want to get even more fantastic sex going join us at that sexy marriage radio getaway only seven spots left and hey we love you for listening we'll see you next time If you've benefited from this podcast, consider becoming a member of the Bed Buddy Club. Your financial support will help take Sexy Marriage Radio to the next level and enable Corey and Shannon to strengthen many other couples. Learn more at SexyMarriageRadio.com by clicking on the purple button.